Welcome back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I am your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. On this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about something a little bit different than I usually do. I'm going to talk kind of about my experience of creating content as a clubfoot parent and how I have recently kind of handled some negative feedback or um, I won't, I'm not going to call it constructive criticism because I'm not really sure it was constructive, but just criticism and critique and how that's kind of impacted the way that I am moving through the world currently and continue to try to make content that's um, relevant and applicable for clubfoot parents and just parents in general. So recently, I, I can't remember what I was doing. I think I was looking up something about um, clubfoot chronicles or clubfoot connections on Amazon because I was trying to send a link to somebody about where to purchase it or probably doing something on Instagram, to be honest. Um, I'm, I think Instagram is much harder for me than normal people because, or it's more time consuming at least, because it's not exactly uh, fluid. It seems to take a lot of time for me to create content. And link this and hashtag this and mention these people. It's just not intuitive for me. So it takes a little bit of time. So I think I was trying to figure out how to link something and I came across a review of Clubfoot Chronicles. So the book that I wrote, um, my, my first published book, um, about our experience with Clubfoot treatment. And I noticed that there was a one-star review. And so I clicked on it and I read the review. And obviously if it was one star, it was not um, a positive review. And I kind of just sat there and I'm not surprised by the review, honestly. Like I knew from the moment I created that and put that book into the world that it was not going to resonate with everybody. Like it's my personal experience. And while there is a resource guide aspect to it, all of that information is really grounded in my personal experience as a mom and my writing style and the way that I communicate is not going to land with everybody. And I knew that. And frankly, I was a little bit concerned about it from the very beginning because I talk about a lot of very uh, vulnerable things. I'm very open and honest in that book, not just about um, our treatment issues, but also about my own personal emotional response and it leaves open the opportunity for people to criticize your emotional response to things and I felt a lot of fear about that when the book first was published I didn't know how I would respond to that kind of criticism I mean you can critique my writing style you can critique Um, the resources that I give or the information. But when you start to talk about, you know, that I'm too emotional or something along those lines and maybe critique my actual personal experience, then it becomes, 
it puts me into a vulnerable state and I really start to question whether this is worth doing or not. Um, so anyways, the review basically talks about three kind of different things, right? Number one, she talks about maybe it's not as applicable in the UK. Totally makes sense. Probably not. Like that's one of the things that I'm transparent about is that this is about my experience in the US and not all of that is transferable globally. It's really about what we dealt with in the United States. So understandable. Two, she was like, the writing style is definitely, um, uh, you know, rambling and kind of coffee chat. Totally. I, a hundred percent, I never pretended to be a research writer, an experienced author. My style of writing is very conversational. My podcasts are very conversational. They, I'm not a formal person by any means. Um, and my writing style is not very formal. Um, and I've had a lot of positive feedback about the conversational tone of it, as if it was like having a conversation with me as opposed to reading a book. But for some people, it doesn't always work and totally get it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel any sort of way about people's critique of that. You can't put things into the world and expect everybody to resonate with them. And I really don't. But the third part of it was really like, um, she kind of critiqued my emotional experience to it, like saying that I was too emotional, that my anxiety was contagious, and that talking about my anxiety will make other people anxious. And that part was the hardest for me to just wrap my head around and to kind of process because the truth is it's really vulnerable for me to talk about. Like I'm, I talk in my book about my, um, you know, postpartum anxiety and the things that I did to try to help with that and how it went undiagnosed for a long period of time because I was in the thick of being a clubfoot mom and caring for my cutie and putting her before her needs and treatment before even thinking about myself. And it wasn't until we were out of 23 hour wear that I really was able to kind of like go, okay, um, my reactions and my emotional response to what's happening is not normal um, for me. And so I needed to seek help. And so for someone to be, you know, critical of that response felt really, I don't know, kind of just icky. It was hard for me to process and think about and I felt kind of embarrassed, like, oh, well, maybe maybe there is something wrong with me. Like, maybe my response was too anxious, and the last thing that I want to do is cause anxiety for other parents. Like, I'm trying to help support them, not make them feel more anxious. But those were all my initial responses, right? And there's a part of me that's like, I'm trying to be vulnerable with my experience and even on this podcast and sometimes I share things that are really personal and then it makes me wonder whether I should maybe whether it's positive not just for the community for me to share those things but also is it positive for myself like how do I protect myself and my emotional state and my vulnerability from outside critique 
so these are all the things that kind of ruminate as I'm processing uh, this new review. And as the weeks kind of went on, I kind of spent more time just kind of thinking about it. And I was uh, grateful for the fact that it's been a couple of years since the book has been published so that it feels, I feel a little bit more grounded and less in a vulnerable state because it's been out there for a while. And I've had um, a lot of feedback. Some, this isn't the first time I've heard criticism of the book. Like it's, and it won't be the last and that's okay. But it was the first time that I really kind of felt like my vulnerability come into play because I felt like my emotional state was kind of being questioned. And, uh, so it was just a different process for me and I could have responded with a lot of like defensiveness. Like I, I tend towards that. Like I, I think it's easy to go like, well, you don't, you know, what do you know about it? And, um, if you think you can do better, why don't you write a book about it then? If you, um, you know, like it's kind of that is my initial response. But as I moved through it, I was, there is still some of that. I think about that Teddy Roosevelt quote where it's like, you know, it's, it's not the critic who gets to say. It's like, it's the person actually doing the work. And there is a piece of that where I do remind myself that, like, Everyone can be a critic of the work that I'm doing. And not everything that I do is going to be right. I'm going to fail. I'm going to make mistakes. And that's how I'm going to grow. But if my fear of being criticized stops me from being creative, then I'm not, then I'm not going to do anything. And it's part of the reason why I don't listen to these podcast episodes before I publish them. Because if I do, I'm not going to publish them. And I want them to be available. I, I'm hoping that they're helpful to people. And so I think that is a piece of it. Like if you're not, if you're not in the arena, if you're not doing what I'm doing, if you're not putting yourself out there, if you're not willing to step out and be vulnerable and honest about your experience, then, you know, what right do you have to critique the work that I'm doing? Um, so I, there is a piece of me that still feels that way. But while, while, while I was kind of still in the state of figuring out how I felt about the you know, one-star review, I was reading a book that I had waited for in, in the library. Um, I don't know if all of you know, I'm a very voracious reader, so I'm usually reading two to three different books at a time, and one of them is always a library book that I'm trying to get through before I have to, before my digital loan expires. So I'd waited for this book for a while because I had seen another one of my authors um, recommend it, and so I started reading it, and it's called No Two Persons by Erica Baumeister. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But anyways, the premise of the novel is how the experience of one book is never the same between two people because we are all viewing it through our lived experience. 
So there's this, it's about how the book is written from the author's perspective, and that's hers. And then it's found through the literary agent, and then it's through the person who reads the audiobook, and then it's a bunch of different people who read the book at different points in their life and how the book has an impact on them at those points. And it made me think about this review and my work and my book and how everybody's critique or review of the book, positive or negative, really has nothing to do with me. I create what I create. I put it into the world. And what happens from there, is it really any of my business? Because it's not me who's reading it. I wrote it, but you guys read it. I say it. I record it. And you guys hear it. So can I be responsible or feel responsible for everybody's response to it? And I remember reading, I don't know where, but it was something like saying, the writing that you put into the world, what happens to it is none of your business. It's not of your concern. And I thought about it in the context of reviews in general and how I want it to be a help to parents. That's why I wrote the book in the first place because I wanted something that would help me. But I'm not everybody, and everybody is not me. And so there are pieces of the book that may resonate with people at honestly just different points in their lives, their experiences, what their um, mental health states are, right? And if I stopped creating, if I stop being vulnerable because I'm afraid of what people are going to respond to that with, then I'm going to be paralyzed in moving forward. Then I'm not going to pretend that that paralyzation doesn't happen to me from time to time. There are a lot, and it's complex because I also have this little child who it's their lived experience too, and I'm trying very hard to delineate space for her and while continuing to talk about my experience as her parent and that has been a tricky road and will continue to be a tricky road moving forward um, but I, I don't want to stop helping the people that I can help and also just creating and being vulnerable. I think that the work that I do may not be for everybody, but if it's it, but if it's for somebody, maybe that's helpful. Maybe that's what I'm going to keep striving towards. But I just I didn't have the opportunity to respond to the review, which is fine um, on Amazon. I get like. Not everybody needs a response, right? But 
I just thought it would be interesting to talk to you guys about how I kind of managed it because it is something that I've spent a lot of time thinking about because this isn't fictional work or um, it's my real life and sometimes it's easy to forget that people behind books, behind podcasts, behind movies or shows or any sort of creator are people and uh, they're vulnerable too and we need those people to keep creating so that we have music that touches us right like so much of that comes from personal experience so I hope that everybody out there continues to say what they want to say feel comfortable in a space where maybe you will be critiqued but that's not going to stop you from saying what you need to say and talking about your personal experience. And I'm going to try really hard to not let it stop me. So thanks for listening. I do appreciate it, especially to things like this that are a little bit more off topic and personal for me. But I hope that it helps you in some capacity because the reality is that's my end goal of everything that I do is to help and if it if it does great if it doesn't I guess that's none of my business if you would like to get in contact with me you can do so through my website at maureenhoff.com or my instagram account at clubfoot chronicles mom until next time